The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. It's 100 days to go until Beijing 2022 and joining us for the countdown is the three-time Olympic gold medalist in halfpipe snowboarding, Sean White. Age 35, the American is looking to make his fifth appearance at the Olympic Games. He had been hoping to make that fifth appearance in the Olympics in Tokyo in skateboarding, but he's put that to one side now and he's fully committed to snowboarding once again. Olympic Channel Podcast. Sean White is about to drop in. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I had my sights set on the Summer Olympics. You know, I've always been an avid skateboarder, you know, with uh, the pandemic that swept through and, you know, the, the really tough decision of, you know, am I ready to walk away from snowboarding yet? Um, and I just wasn't. So obviously switched gears, focus, everything uh, back to the winter sports. And um it's so exciting. I can't believe we're, 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 yeah, I'm even here doing this right now. <laughs> like, you know, feeling solid, feeling um, a little seasoned at this age, but I'm <laughs> hanging in there. It's good. You know, honestly, it's crazy that we're doing this today. You know, literally today and probably two to three days ago, the level just changed and two uh, riders have done triples in the half pipe now, which is obviously three flips. Um, and that's something, gosh, I worked on in 2013 and took some bad crashes and haven't really revisited that trick since then but that's where the progression is going um you know these multiple flips and it's just that level of commitment you know you have to take off you know the, the trick's done before you get to the wall you're you're committed to do three flips in the air and it's just amazing to see that that's where the sport's heading um so that's something to keep an eye out for for sure 16s uh, will be the next thing I'm, I'm sure will go down. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of, um, it's such an interesting sport. There's, you know, it's one of the only sports in the world where you can kind of create something and be the best. So we'll see what happens in the next few months here uh, leading up to the games. But I'm very excited to be uh, in the running for it. And will this be my last game? I don't know. I, I always say it might be <laughs> just because it, 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 that's how it feels. And then, you know, time kind of keeps moving on and, uh, I'm thinking, gosh, I feel pretty good. I'm motivated. I'm excited. And, um, and then boom, I'm at the next Olympics. So I wouldn't count the next one out after this, but, um, but yeah, I've definitely got my eye on the prize for this one. And, um, I'm trying to keep it in that in that box, but um, but I will I will admit, you know, it it it, it is getting harder, <laughs> you know, just the 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 day in and day out and the grind of of doing these tricks. And I took a really bad crash a couple of days ago, and I remember I would just kind of like bounce back up and feel great. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, might need a couple more days rest before I get back out there. Um, but yeah, so everything with patience and time, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Front side, double court 1440 for Sean. Are we gonna see the back-to-back -back 1440s? Yes, we are. I think the last Olympic run was mental for me. It was really mental because you know, the previous Olympics in Sochi, I'd lost something. I'd lost this edge that I had. And I think it was a really emotional and heavy sort of journey to find that again. And 
Um, and I was so proud of that performance. And since then, I've been able to continue with that mindset. But I, I will be honest, like the, the body is um, definitely giving me, you know, uh, little signs here and there that the that, that age is, is a factor at times. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll do probably less training days than the others. I'll, I'll start my day later. Um, maybe a bit of tea in the morning, something to get me going. <laughs> no, honestly, though, it's, it's, it's been a thing. It's, it's something that I have to keep my, my eye on. And, and it wasn't really a factor for me before, but it has become something where, like you said, the knee, that wasn't something that I did anything. It wasn't really like, oh, I had this huge crash and that's, this is the, the cause and the effect. Um, it was more like, hey, this is like, over time, this has worn down or this is um, in need of some repair and, and some some maintenance. And um, and so, yeah, it's become, you know, something I'm, I'm much more aware of. Um, and with that, there's just a shift that needs to happen. You know, like I mentioned, practicing differently, training differently, um, you know, potentially working on my diet. How is my sleep? How's my, you know, time on the hill? Like I, I don't really go for these crazy long days anymore. I just show up, ask anybody. I show up and it's like my power hour. I just show up and do every hard trick I can think of in my hour, hour and a half, and then I'm out. Or I'll switch to the airbag and start working on something for the next day for my next, you know, power hour or two uh, on the mountain. But, um, but yeah, I, I would be, <laughs> I like being honest with everybody. It's, it's, it's refreshing, <laughs> but yeah, it, I would be lying to say it hasn't been something that I've thought of recently a lot and, um, and have to make adjustments for it for sure. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I, I, like I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, I, I took a pretty hard slam and, you know, I bounced up, I shook it off. I was ready to go throw the trick again. It's great to know I'm as resilient as I was back in the day, but I, I definitely, you know, I went up today after that crash and I was feeling it. I was like, oh God, you know, my neck and my, everything was so stiff and, and trying to keep up and, and act like nothing happened was not working for me. So, um, so yeah, it's a factor, but it, I'm definitely taking the necessary steps to adjust and, um, and, uh, you know, plan for the season, so. Sean White has won Olympic gold in halfpipe in 2006, 2010, and 2018. He's achieved more than anyone else in the event. So, what keeps him going? Sean White has redemption here, his third Olympic gold medal. I've been the guy that has shown up and not done as well as I'd hoped at the previous Olympics and came back and wanted more. And I know what that fire and that drive and motivation can do to you as an athlete. And, um, and I'm seeing it right now in my competitors. And, um, you know, I don't know, I think at a certain point, I, I realized I was the, <laughs> the oldest competitor in the field. And now I'm I'm, I heard it over the, the loudspeaker at the event. And they're like, and dropping in the oldest competitor. I was like, oh my like looking around like who who are they talking about <laughs> i've been the youngest competitor competitors as, as long as i can remember um but I, I wear it now as somewhat of a badge of honor in a sense like you said it's it's to be on top of a sport that's ever changing um and, and for this amount of time has just been um 
it's been a challenge. It's just been, it's been my life's work and I'm so proud that I'm still able to compete on a high level. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it everything I have for this games. Like I do every time and, uh, see where the chips fall. But, um, but I will say, yeah, every single time is different. I mean, look what's thrown our way this time. I was like, Oh, this is a clear shot. I'm going to practice here, do these tricks. We'll show up. You got your plan. It, it varies and changes along the way, but honestly, you know, who, who knew that, uh, you know, world, uh, pandemic was going to happen and, you know, uh, the ability to train was going to be, you know, very, very minimal and that just, just the great lengths you have to go to through to get to where you're going, all these different things that were going to happen, you know, on top of just, you know, wanting to learn new tricks and, um, you know, be the best in the field There's there's other elements, but you know, we're all in this together and we're in the same situation. And, and I just look at it as another challenge. It's just, Hey, like this is this time this happened, you know, last time that happened and the time before that it was this and every single time is different and unique. And, um, I'm just trying to like find my route and path to where I want to go. And I can see it in my head. I just got to, you know, make the little steps every day to get there. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of focusing day to day, but, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been intense and I'm, I'm kind of tripping out that I'm back in it again. <laughs> I know so many people, at least friends of mine and, and inner circle that were like, oh, I can't wait just for things to get back to the way they were. And I just, I don't know. I just believe that this kind of happened for some reason, the, you know, lesson to be learned or something. And, and there's a lot of kind of stillness that I was able to acquire during that time period because it was the only option. Um, you know, I maybe went on like a camping trip or did something, you know, simple during that time period, but, um, gosh, having the options, that always are surrounding you and travel plans and shoots and interviews and things. And there's so much that you, you know, you just kind of load your plate with because it's, you know, things you want to do. And, and when you're kind of pulled and forced out of that sort of churn of the daily, um, you know, uh, uh, obligations and, and plans and all these things, you're, you're, you're stuck with this sort of stillness and, um, Gosh, I really appreciated that lesson. And I think I've carried that on with me where, um, you know, I'm really content on where I'm at. I'm not really hoping to be somewhere else um, anymore. Honestly, my mind would always churn and I would always be thinking of like, gosh, I could be doing this right now. Or what if I was doing that? And I, I wonder what my friends are doing. And social media is pretty brutal because you get this revolving window of, of what all your friends and family and, uh, uh, people you, you know, you stay in contact with what they're doing on their daily lives. And it's hard to kind of see this revolving window of life somewhat passing you by when you're in a, a mode of training and, and you don't want that distraction. But, um, I don't know, I, I found a lot of content during that time period. And I think once things started to, you know, open up again, I just felt like I still have that stillness and it's really, really been, um, I guess one of the nice things out of that that pretty tough and trying situation that we all went through, so and, and continue to to deal with. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm just operating on a, a level of just appreciation. I mean, just to be back here at this, like um, I had this thought in my head the other day um, when I knew I made the team for the last Olympics. 
um, this thought and this overwhelming excitement popped into me. I was like, wow, I get to be an Olympian again. Like, that's awesome. I get to march with the team. I get to show up. I get the outfit. I get my chance at, you know, trying to win a medal. And and that's so amazing. And I kind of had that. I was like making breakfast. I was like, gosh, I might have that feeling again pretty soon here if things go my way. Um, you know, but it's it's just uh it's just an awesome, exciting thing that that uh we're this far out from the games. So just when you write him off in Sochi four years ago, he goes back and look where it's got him. During the pandemic, Sean White spent a lot of time with his new girlfriend, Nina Dobrev. Maybe you know her from Vampire Diaries. She was born in Bulgaria. So who knows, maybe one day she will make it as an Olympic snowboarder too. Sean enjoyed spending time with his new girlfriend and doing some reflecting during the pandemic too. You know, I used to derive so much, um, I don't know how to describe it, self-worth and things from, you know, these exterior events of, 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 you know, competing and winning this award and getting this sponsorship and doing these things and building a career and all this stuff. And obviously it's been an incredible journey and I'm, I'm very pleased and, 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 you know, not, not regretful of what I've um, accomplished in my, my lifetime in my career, but to realize that those things of you know spending quality time with friends and family you know this beautiful relationship i'm in um you know nina's incredible what an influence on my life you know not only does she <laughs> uh run her own show and her own world and companies she's involved in and and uh, you know things she's producing all this stuff going on and, and and holds me to the same high standard which is so wonderful to have in a partner um and even friends and family and that's that's kind of like what the, the previous questions somewhat had uh was you know during this pandemic it's that's that's what you have the, the people around you and and they just mean so much more to me now i guess with age and time and, and the recent events in the world they just mean so much to me so um having their support and knowing that they're there for me thick and thin and you know, win, lose, or draw, they're there for me is, is everything. Oh, yeah, yeah during quarantine, um, you know, Nina wanted to paint the house and, um, you know, she was going through all these bids and I, I was like the tough guy, like, let's do it. We can do it. And she's like, I don't know. Like, Trust me, we got this. And so we painted the whole house and um, yeah, it was really fun. I was like, look, let's just do one one wall a day. Let's not try to take on this whole project and get burnout or whatever. It was like, we had a, a plan, you know? Um, I, I've found that I'm quite handy over the, the quarantine. Um, I like to fix things and work in the yard and I'm, I'm, I'm very much a homebody. Uh, you know, when the whole world was shut down, she was actually shooting a movie up in Canada. And that was probably one of the toughest things because I couldn't get into Canada. I tried. <laughs> I was turned around. <laughs> I was like, well, come on. I was at the Olympics here. You got, you remember? Come on. Uh, I cut my hair, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, but, um, you know, it's challenging. It's hard. But I think that's one of those things where we have like a nice little system of how to stay in touch. And, you know, plane tickets are, are pretty much booked. You know, I know right during the holiday break, we're going to meet up and we're going to meet up again, um, probably around Christmas time and any, anything that happens in between then I'll, uh, I'll jet over and, and see her and, um, 
you just make it work. I think that's that's the kind of the goal of it all and the key to it all. It's just making the time and um, she's super organized and on top of it. So um, I, I give it to her. She always <laughs> she always finds a way to make it happen. And, and what's been really great is she can snowboard really well. Um, you know, because I'm not the best teacher. For some reason, I can do it, but I can I just have a really hard time explaining how. And um, I remember our first riding day together. Like I was like, okay, like I'm getting ready for her to be falling, and and uh, I you know zipped down the mountain and and I turned around. And I was like, oh gosh, I hope she's she's okay. And I'm sitting there for a minute. And I was like. Uh-oh, like, do I unstrap and walk up? Maybe she fell. I'm the horrible guy that just took off. And and she she had passed me during my run somehow, going way faster than me. And um, she was already waiting at the chairlift. She's like, what were you doing? I was like, I thought you fell. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I don't know how the field is for Bulgaria. You may have a shot, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Massive thank you to Sean White. It's 100 days to go until the Olympics in Beijing, so we're very excited and we've got plenty of things going on today and in the run-up to the Olympics in China. Head to olympics.com for the latest or give us a follow on our socials. We're simply Olympics across all of them. All right, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.